1: Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with the one and only Dr. Sugar T, uh, who is taking us through an amazing just look at all the multitude of things that she has done, Dr. Sugar T Stevens, Uh, AKA first lady of the legendary group, the click CEO of sprinkle me social enterprise executive director of the work it well project founder of her museum sprinkle me learning Academy and sugar tea music. My goodness, she sacrificed her music career to be a better role model for herself and others around her and has mastered staying relevant in a male chauvinist industry as a multi-genre, original hip-hop pioneer, author, coach, and speaker, celebrating 25 albums in over 36 years, still trend-setting and trailblazing. This woman has passion and was coached as an executive along with being developed by her aunts as a singer since the year of five years old, and she enjoys inspiring leaders, communities, vulnerable populations, and others with the tools and motivation to be healthy, safe, and economically empowered as well as inspired. A few more things about Dr. Sugar T. Stevens is that she's passionate about entrepreneurship and broken souls in all of the variety of roles that she holds, and that is why she does what she does. Welcome to the show thank you for having me. Yes, oh my goodness. In the room with some royalty over here. Um so I you know there's so many things that you have been doing. Uh I was just reading your press release uh, which, you know, just so amazing. Um, the, the thing that you recently did with the her museum and, you know, just the exhibit that you you put forward celebrating all of the albums that you've done, all of the work that you've done. And what I love is, as you said in your bio, you know, it starts with wanting to motivate others to be healthy, safe, economically empowered and inspired. Tell me, you know, where does that inspiration to do that come from? Um, and, you know, how did you get started with all of this?
4: Well, um, the first um, the first part of it is just, um, you know, you live a life of trauma, drama, and seeing the good, the bad, the ugly, and experience, you know, success and failures, triumphs and tribulations, and you learn how to navigate through that. And, you know, that being for a reason. So I was a mother of 16. I had two at 17. And, um, and through the years, I raised my children. So I kind of grew through a lot of the things that most people that are in the hip hop industry and, you know, probably uh, some of my colleagues um, and people my age um Uh, I kind of grew fast through things because I had to, I was a young mother and a woman quickly (laughs) that had to take care of responsibilities. Then of course, you know, um, experiencing the good, the bad and the ugly, just being able to uh, get inducted and create a successful music career. Uh, I was coached as a record label executive in the game and it was uh, used to keep me out of trouble. So it wasn't just me showing up to be an artist and sing and rap, but it was literally here. Let me give you some other stuff to do to keep your butt busy so you can stay out of trouble and stay focused. So in that, um, you know, I learned a lot through my journey, um, rather through music or rather through my lifestyle, but also through different okay. things that I went through as a woman in general, you know, from Divorce to domestic violence, uh, to being violent, to being a gunshot victim, to being on welfare, being on section eight, to, uh, being in a healthy space, to having a healthy low self-esteem. I mean, ha- having a healthy self-esteem, a low self-esteem to a healthy self-esteem. And, um, and of course, you know, becoming more conscious spiritually, mentally, physically. And um, emotionally, eventually, and continuously just developing character and um, and opportunities for myself. And then, um, you know, realizing that things change. Um, it's a long story, you know, five decades mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of, of information, but it came to the conclusion of, you know, being able to see that uh, as an influencer um, that, you know, just using my uh, eventually understanding how to use the gifts to glorify goodness and to bring people to the light and to bring people to the truth and to bring people to a safe space at the end of the day. Um, using my brand was what I wanted to do. Um, so coming into the game, you know, with a hood, good, you know, brand that, you know, that that kept it hood and showcased the lifestyle of others and a strong woman and somebody who held it down and who can, you know, navigate through through the trauma and drama and through the different things that you experience and then uh, maturing through a space where you realize that you could take what you learn and be able to use it to help others and redirect them um, in their in their different spaces in their lives. So I just decided to be a social entrepreneur and um, and that's what I've been doing throughout. So that's it keeps me going. I don't have to separate myself from you know a career and then you know a different type of work. It's just everything I do, everything that's built in the sprinkle social enterprise is to help others, uh products, services, and things that empower people. And um, you know, and lastly, you know, I work as a coach. So just learning how to be a, a support, um, it really worked out well to help people turn their pain into peace, passion, prosperity, and purpose, and then uh to help them develop multiple streams and build brands that that help them uh become safe, economically empowered and inspired. So uh transformation beauty and wellness um and personal development. I'm an expert at that um, because I walk through it and learned how to help others through it.
3: Beautiful. Yeah. You know, and it's so real when it's your own personal story, right? You know it firsthand, you know about the needs. Uh I just love, you know, I just like you, I've been through many similar experiences and and uh I just love that we get to right come back. And be, um, be women of wisdom, right? Um, that are coming from a place of judgment, but a place of experience. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, so tell me, you know, when you think back to the you, however many years ago, right? The 16 year old you with that was a, a single mom, a teenage mom. What, what would you have said to yourself? now as a mentor. How would you speak to the sixteen year old you?
4: Yes. Well I was uh, blessed because I was actually with my kid's father. I wasn't left as a single mother.
3: Oh, you weren't single, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. but I became that but <laughs> a yeah. few times. But coming in it was a um I definitely was, you know, had my kid's father as a support and I had family support and I had It's sad, but I mean, sad, but good. I didn't have a hard time being a teenager or or a teen mom. Um, I actually had a a very fruitful experience because of the support that was around me. I wasn't ridiculed. I wasn't treated bad. I wasn't judged. Um, so, um, So the thing that, but of course... The things that was challenging to me that I would tell the people is when you are a mother, you have to grow up quick and you don't get a chance to really know who you are before you just start parenting. So um you got to be prepared to be stuck with your kids all the time. You got to be prepared, you know, to try to figure out how to survive. And you got to hope that you got a support team, you know, to be there for you before you start making decisions to have sex or have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally wanted to have a baby um i love children so i was just fascinated by babies and pregnant people Mm -hmm. (laughs) so which is crazy right um however if someone would have stopped me and said girl don't you know you you could be doing this and you could be doing that and you could be building a certain area but the uh, a certain element of yourself but the problem is i never had a challenge as a teenager. In economics or anything on welfare, I, I built a business um, of donations doing hair and weaves. And um, I was a mobile weed queen solving a problem. Um, I actually uh, had all the tools that I needed, and just like a mother who didn't have children, so um, so my area that I would say to pre- help prevent is, I don't recommend anyone teen parenting. I just so happened to be blessed. Where I had challenges was making bad decisions, because I was so young, um, and you know, not having a lot of experience, and so there was choices of bad decisions, although I made a lot of good decisions, I also made a lot of bad decisions I wasn't conscious of because I was still growing up and myself as a child. And one thing I did know is um, I listened to my parents throughout my young age. My parents taught me to be very responsible. I worked at eight years old, started a business with my grandfather. At 11 years old, I was making like $150 a week selling newspaper prescriptions. And then at 14, I started a hair weave business and I called myself the mobile hair weave queen. And then I got into music. So I kind of was like really, really um, ambitious and taught to be clean. And and healthy and respectful um I didn't cuss in front of parents I still don't cuss in front of grown-ups right to this day <laughs> even though I'm a grown mm-hmm. a grandmother you know yeah. I still don't cuss in front of grown-ups and um just certain things I was taught you know so as a younger person that basically I think gravitating to everything that I was taught I would tell the person learn as much as you can. So, you know, you can't tell a person not to have kids. You can't tell a person not to have sex. Um, but if you are, uh, you could tell a person that you need to learn as much as you can and be respectful to your elders so that you can get information. So if you do run across some kind of a challenge, you know, of, you know, wanting to make that kind of decision or you end up in that situation, at least you'll have some tools and you'll already be prepared. So you could be healthy in this space versus, you know, hurtful in this space.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is, this is great. We're going to take a quick break. Um, And, you know, I love that you're approaching things with um, not controlling people, not telling people what to do, but um, meeting people. Where they are. We're going to come right back and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit us dot com. That's us dot com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages
2: trash bills weighing you down at case industries we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties condos and commercial shopping centers let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property noi Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510 566 4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510 566 4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious? Or going through a difficult life
1: storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove Teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E, teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Dr. Sugar T. Stevens, a.k.a. First Lady of the legendary group The Click, CEO of Sprinkle Me Social Enterprise, Executive Director of the Work It Well Project. Uh, founder of her museum, Sprinkle Me Learning Academy and Sugar Tea Music. And we are just talking about why, you know, how, how Sugar Tea got, uh, Dr. Sugar Tea got it, it involved in this work, what her motivations were. And um, it sounds, you know, just from having shared, uh, you, hearing you share your little bit of your story, which, by the way, for the listening audience, Um, Shigati is working on a documentary, so you'll be able to uh, hear more about her personal story and watch it, um, very soon. I don't know if there's a timeline on that, but, um, uh, you know, just, we've, we've just been hearing about Uh, the first of all, the support of your family, your community, um, the entrepreneurial skills that you've been taught from a very young age. Um, And really, it sounds like I think what I got from what you shared is the the real story that a narrative that you were raised with, which is that you can do this. That's what I hear loud and clear. You had a vote of uh, encouragement from your from your community your your parents your your grandfather your 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 community saying I see you you got you got what it takes I, I, am I catching that am I getting that right
4: um well something of like that matter I never doubted myself I just always had confidence um um because i always was ambitious so yeah i think that is the overall is that um you who are out there no matter what situation you're in you know if you listen the the real message in this is new, you never know what situation you're going to be in or what could become a challenge in your life and having relationships is very important healthy relationships And having an opportunity to have listened and respected the elders around you, because right now the elders are not as appreciated and respected and they're looked down on versus looked up to. And so that's a challenge because that means there's a lack of knowledge thereof continuously surfacing, especially up against all of the false realities that are continuously presented, you know, through the different sources that are coming much bigger, much quicker, you know, i.e. media, you know, social media, um, you know, content of all different types from so many different levels, you know, radio, music, you know, Every message that you could think of is, um, you know, is pretty much a a challenge because um, because they're, you know, more so. Uh, I'm sorry not every message but you know wherever you look there's false realities that are being presented as a reality and I see that there's a people that's getting that confused you know they're living yeah. in the world <laughs> thinking it's realistic and they're actually making choices based on unrealistic you know content to you know to make that choice you know that they're gathering uh, content uh, to make the best choice and that's dangerous so um, so because of that along with of course being inexperienced, you know uh, that my overall message is, you know, is is try to learn as much as you can, have healthy relationships, and um, and try to use critical thinking. Of course, before you get into something, because I just so happen to have had a, a stable of people around me that supported me, and I just so happen to have a heart of hustle from the gate. You know, uh, and I've seen hustle from the good, the bad, the ugly, from the streets to the hood to the movement to the church to the different places and spaces. So I was able to navigate because of those different experiences. Um, if I didn't have a babysitter, you know, and all that kind of stuff and didn't know how to use resources, didn't know, you know, didn't have the heart to want to do good and do better and grow no matter what, and didn't have the elderly support and that, uh, discipline, um, from that, um, that experienced, mature mom, where she was like, you're going to finish school. (laughs) Okay. That's what you're going to do. I don't care what you're doing. You know, you got a baby. Yeah, but I'm going to support you, but you're going to finish school. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. to the point where, you know, when I got pregnant with my second daughter, because I had two in one year and when I got, I didn't know that I could, you know, do that <laughs> being young, but we don't believe in abortion. So, um, so, you know, my mother was like, you, you have an abortion. I'm not talking to you again, you know, mm-hmm. I'm right here for you. And you're not going to kill this baby. You don't have to, you know, we got you. So mm-hmm. they you know, supported me every step of the way, and it was one of the, um, so if a person does not have a lifestyle of building those kind of uh, resources around them and uh, relationships and, you know, a life of learning and, and doing things that, that are realistic, then when you get in any kind of bind, whether it's a young mother or, you know, whether it's, you know, losing a job or need money or whatever it is, a abusive relationship, you're going to have a more challenged time to get out of it. That That's yeah. The,
3: yeah. I, and I want to I want to dig a little bit more into that. Right. So we know that um, we're just having a heck of a time with it. And you grew up. Did you grow up in Richmond or no? Uh, I grew up. In Oakland, yeah. In and, I,
4: and I spent my adult years in Oakland.
3: Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, you know, as we as you know, actually I was just talking to somebody from Vallejo. We're having a heck of a time in Vallejo with human trafficking with um, you know, gangs and and, you know, all of that that's being glorified in the media. Same thing in Oakland, right? There's, I mean, there's all kinds of um wars going on between different crews, whether it's West Oakland, East Oakland, you know, and and different folks coming from Sacramento down. And there's just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of mess going on. And it's, and it's, it's involved with gun violence. It's involved with, it's integrated with human trafficking. It's integrated with um, drugs, right? Drug trafficking, all that. And, uh, and a lot of it is um kind of, kind of glamorized uh, with, with, uh, videos uh media right uh social media, just you know throwing up i'm'm I'm from this set you from that set this is you know this is who we're coming for, this is who we're against and and I know that you've been very vocal, so we're gonna actually take a break, but what I want to come back and I want to talk about like you said that there's just there's this there's this digital life. I call it the digital life, you know, where where we bring in a lot of stuff into the digital life and we don't really, really fully appreciate the real consequences of what we're bringing into the digital world. Right. And I know that's your your area of expertise. So I want to invite you in Mm -hmm. to, uh, to 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 break that down for us Um, So we're going to take a quick break. Real benefits and the real consequences. Yeah. Benefits.
4: There's benefits as we know in reality, there's also consequences. So,
3: yeah. Okay, good. So let's break that down when we come back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors.
5: That's pitchperfectpresentations.com, pitchperfectpresentations.com.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Dr. Sugar T. Stevens. And we are talking about all of these variety of ways that uh, Dr. Stevens is, is making a difference in the community and serving people in a way that provides hope, inspiration, um, and, and um equipment, equipping for the future. And um, one of the areas, right, that you highlighted in a, in the previous segment was that there's sort of this disconnect between um, maybe talking to your elders, learning from elders, and you start to get your playbook, so to speak, from maybe from social media, maybe online, maybe from your peers. And so there's this loss of information or this maybe not clarity lack of clarity on um what the benefits as you said and the consequences are of certain behaviors so, break that down for us
4: yeah so pretty much you know i spend a lot of time in all different areas. Um, I use, uh, my influence of, uh, my, um, experience, my education and my brand, you know, reaching 20 million people over the years, at least with 25 albums, still counting, um, you know, coming in with one, uh, content type of present presence of a content, um, which you know, I call it hood good, you know. And then seeing the that there's people are still there after thirty six years of like y'all still having this same message in hip hop for real. So I just refuse to. Uh, one of the spaces is I refuse to dig into uh, helping that agenda, uh, that type of, of of content continue from me. You know, um, because I know that life needs a lot more than sex, money, alcohol, drugs, violence, stripping, bullying, bragging and uh, competing with one another. Mm. uh, Because of the culture of hip hop being a part of the digital space. Um, And of course they brought it into the reality shows as a part of the digital space. And then they're doing it in social media. Now, you know, everywhere you look, everyone's doing everything to either be prettier than somebody or smarter than somebody or have more money than somebody, or it's just all about competition and it's terrible. And so, uh, and it's all redirecting the energy of people who can really be productive in great space and do great things with their life, uh, spend great time with their families, spend time with, um, you know, their children and, you know, work on areas that they are in control of and that are important because you can look up and look at a consequence, you know, 10 years later and like, oh, my God, what did I spend my time doing? This is still not working and it's 10 years from now. So unfortunately, instead of them, you know, embracing the elders um you know embracing the people around them because of the um the areas in this digital space showcasing older people as being um uh, played out <laughs> um it, it's it's very confusing, you know, to mm-hmm. who are participating, you know, they are modeling behind this behavior and it's dangerous because they're, again, living an old, an unrealistic life and they're not realizing the realistic consequences and the realistic benefits that are there for them at that time, you know. And so I uh, personally spend a lot of time doing interviews to get in the middle of it and tell the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> to be, this is something that is not common in the hip hop space. And so, but I take that space up. I call myself the big mama hip hop mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm a grandmother of six. You know, I have grandchildren that are grandchildren that are teenagers, but I'm still able to rock just like I was 15 years old. I could put the best on their back when it comes to rapping, singing, dancing, you know all of that you know i continue to stay relevant for this reason uh because it tends to uh, you know to i'm not going to fall into the space of what's being considered and so or uh, what is trying to be the norm and that is that older women in in hip hop in other spaces um are not relevant and should not be inclusive so for the sake of holding on to legacy and making sure that um, that others get a chance to to shine, but shine in a, in a good space and stay inclusive and their legacy never gets lost, I started the HER Museum. And HER Museum stands for Her Essential Resources. And so the HER Museum is a women empowerment, a girl empowerment, arts and wellness, community wellness platform. And the ultimate goal is to help keep the positive role models and legacies of women who paved the way. And um, starting off with our uh, signature exhibit with Black women of San Francisco who were positive role models and who helped pave the way. And that's our signature, um, our original, because the museum is in San Francisco, and um, and we do mobile exhibits all over. Um, nationally um however uh, we do mobile and we do online virtual and of course we do special exhibits in the house so we do all different types of exhibits anywhere from you know um, healing through arts and dance um and music we do we have um some sos we call it sos the sos project which is save our sisters and that is a um Project that's specific to preventing violence and interrupting violence and um, promoting economic empowerment and, um, and leadership. So we also do an exhibit called the Winner's Exhibit. And this is a leadership, a champion leadership, which introduces people into what are the things that could take them off track to keep them from winning. And so these are places where we can control which is educating and bringing the truth and knowledge in an innovative way, meeting people where they are while helping them explore what they could become so that they can thrive, you know, and get connected to realistic communication, but coming from someone that actually comes from the media, <laughs> comes from hip hop, that still in hip hop, still relevant, still connected, which is a part of why I stay in hip hop. Because, you know, unfortunately, if you're not around this stuff, they're like, oh well, they're just saying this because they don't do it no more because they're got bitter towards it or they can't do it or whatever. You know, so it's to a point where I even get in front and turn around and show them my butt and everything. It's like, look, you guys, I do have a big butt. I do have a cute face still. I could do all this twerking and staking stuff and all this stuff, but I'm not interested. You mm-hmm. know, I take my hair off, you know, so they can see that I can be realistic and it's OK. And I try to be a walking example because, as you know, you can't, you know, it's very difficult to get the buy in from people. You tell them something, but you're not doing it. Right.
3: So, you know what I mean? So good. That's so good. And I love and I love I love what you're saying here about just keeping it real, just, you know, showing up sometimes all, you know, done up and put together. And other times, you know, you're showing up in your sweatsuit, showing up with your hair in a ponytail. Um, You know, one of the things that has occurred to me over the years is, um, you know, we have, there is a lot of commerce. There's a lot of benefit that industries are making off of black insecurity, Mm -hmm. off of black um, uh, uh, people, not cr thinking through what is the underlying agenda of this thing that is that I've, I'm being sold in whatever it is and music and art in, you know, in, in magazines, all of it, which is telling me that I'm not pretty enough, that if my hair ain't put together, I, I shouldn't even show up if I don't have my nails done. I remember, uh, you know, many times I would like if I one of my nails was broke. I would say, I I can't go. I can't be at this event. And then of course you learn how to do your little band-aid on there to get that nail on there and, and, and act like you got a cut on the fingertip. But the point is, you know, those are hindrances, those are psychological barriers to uh that we're faced with um that are founded in 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 insecurity. And we just keep perpetuating that unless we come against it in the way that you have just described right which is like like you said just showing up being you demonstrating yeah. Uh,
4: yeah that's it being you and you know i have my 25th album coming out i'm i'm dedicating it's called air as i am i'm dedicating it to the museum um, as an exhibit our album our first album exhibit and it's a, a conversation as well as well as the music so, and the presentation of this music is the total opposite of what is in the mainstream. You know, mm-hmm. in the mainstream it's saying, you know, take your clothes off and give it to me. You know, I'm going to give it to you or mm-hmm. you know, do this and that and this and that and that don't make no sense and that's nothing but detrimental to everyone's mental physical spiritual health. And so I'm doing a total opposite but in a cool way still, you know, presenting that, you know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to glorify this and move like that in order to be successful. And so having the 25th album dedicated to the 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Um, I think it's critical, you know, as Big Mama, you know, to really keep that conversation in the space and to keep that, you know, movement uh, available to people. So, you know, coming up missing, I don't think it's good, you know, to come up missing because it just leaves a space open for just those, you know, one sided conversations that are not healthy at this moment. But staying inclusive, um, I think, would we'll continue to have people that are in places of being abused because it's abuse, you know, and they're they're feeling abused you know all the viewers and people everyone's not don't want to see and hear it but the media is just doing their job so we just you know doing our job and that's you know being able to educate innovate share give you know the truth and be in the middle of it um because you know it's a job and that's what people are forgetting making them responsible it's the people that's forgetting you know that everybody's doing their job we just have to do ours and you know television is fake, you know, it's entertainment, you know, and it's a job and that's what people are forgetting. So
3: yeah, it's
4: important to have these conversations to make people responsible for their actions. You know, we can't, you know, complain and benefit and point fingers at everyone is doing this
3: stuff. Everyone's doing them
4: and you need to do you.
3: That's my do you. Yeah, and that's right. I love that. Yeah. So like you said, they're making their money, how they know how to make money and and just evaluate it for yourself and, and 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 do you the way according to your, you know, the 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 values, hopefully that we can start to embrace, right? We can start to embrace some new values, some new characteristics that are not founded in trauma and in um be feeling like we're less than. So all right, well, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, We're going to come back. I want to talk about our partnership uh, under the EBIATC, um, which uh, is an acronym. And you'll find out what it means in just a second. We'll be right back.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Dr. Sugar T. Stevens. And we're just having a great conversation about media, about um, reclaiming our, our hi- history, our arts, our, our identity, um, just all these wonderful things that Dr. Sugar is doing um, with women, with community members, and meeting everybody really hopefully where they are, right? Not from a place of judgment, but just a place of saying, come on, let's go. Let's go go somewhere where we can, uh, we can learn to do something that is entrepreneurial, that is about embetterment. And uh, so really exciting to have this discussion with you. I wanted to talk about our uh, participation in the East Bay Interagency Training Council, EBIATC. Um you and I, uh Lovener Fails and um and work it, uh, the work it project have been a part of EBIATC from very early on, almost the beginning, I believe, uh, with Jim Cates and and um Merritt College and uh, social services, Alameda County Social Services is, in, is involved, Alameda County probation, um bitwise uh just a wide range of agencies and um for me it's just been an amazing opportunity to uh collaborate to learn from each other to you know get better um at serving the community and kind of bring the best part of what we have to the to the to the equation and and then learn from you and so on so Tell me how it's been for you and, and maybe just share a little bit about the working project with the listening audience.
4: Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, pretty much when we started the EBAITC, ITC, um, I met uh, Jim Cates and um, my uh, late friend had, which was also one of my clients, um, she uh, was telling me about the group, the cybersecurity, and she was saying, you know, you need to work with them because I see what they need and you have what they need. So you really um, I want you to meet with them. So when I met with them, um It worked out really well because um, I seen exactly what they needed and that was to have the element of the community involved. Um, And so I did an event and invited them so they could meet some of my community partners which was um Darlene and uh, many others that had come to participate and um and we put this together and Darlene started it and and putting it together and organizing it and and you know and, and we've been here doing it ever since and watching it grow has been an honor um you know just to see them coming from trying to do something innocent just to reach more people that they knew didn't know about Uh, the technology world and cybersecurity specifically and its pathways. And, you know, me saying, hey, you know, you need to be with the community people. You need to be in these places and spaces where there's people already there that you can reach. And, you know, and of course, so on and so forth. So um, so I love being a part of it. Uh, We've been going strong, as you know, A few years, I think we did. I did the work at festival, which is where I presented it for them to be able to meet um, meet Darlene and and anyone else that was community orientated that I was able to uh, put them in contact with. Um, It was the 2019. I remember that year. And uh right before the pandemic, and to last this long, I' never thought so, but I'm grateful I didn't think it wouldn't, but I didn't know it would turn into what it's turned into, which is just a whole bunch of us great people like yourself and many others who get to kind of get to know each other, support one another and um and build for the greater good of just changing lives and bringing uh opportunities economic opportunities through technology and any other way we could wrap around a service that could help their lives and so um, in my place where I stand is as an executive brand ambassador uh, support, but more than anything, it's the sprinkle me social enterprise. So our whole enterprise is a part of you know s- supporting or being a part of collaboration, and depending on you know what is needed or what is, uh, is going on at the time, um, we we insert ourselves in that way. So the Work Well Project, as we um, we promote, empower people with the tools to be healthy, safe, economically empowered, and inspired. And of course, uh, we meet people where they are while helping them explore what they could become so that they could thrive. And, you know, our objective is to just help keep people from falling through the cracks. So if we can, you know, continue to, uh, rather through programming that we produce and host ourselves, or rather just through the support of getting them into the right place and uh, transferring them to somewhere that makes some sense, then that's what we do. Um, And then, of course, the Sprinkle Me Learning Academy, which is, you know, since 2014, um, has been um, a great support, you know, to the Sprinkle Me Social Enterprise and our uh, platform um, for different reasons, and we we continue to um, implement the the things that are needed for that, um, for the platform to support the different divisions. So, as a coaching learning academy, um, that's what district learning is, coaching development, training, and enrichment platform. So, holding courses, classes, and programs there has been, you know, very valuable to the support of the Work and Well project, as well as, you know, the enterprise endeavors that we have and anyone in collaboration that could use the services um, to implement the work. Um, and then um, we use, you know, the media, Sugar Rush Media services as a way to implement more branding support and, um, and provide different types of uh, opportunities for that. And so it's just, you know, we just, we're here to to continue to push the movement forward and to, I'm happy to be a part and continue to have seen from the start of, you know, of, of, of making, um, this contact to, to get this thing started and get these people together and to see it grow and everyone that continues to come for the same reasons. It's just a dynamic group to be with. And so, um, I'm excited about
3: continuing, uh, the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been. Um, it's funny, you know. I don't know how, it, it, with anything that we're starting. Anytime you're starting something, uh, you don't know where it's gonna go. And I remember sitting on these calls for. I think we were meeting twice a month for the first year during the pandemic, and I was thinking, "What's we doing?" <laughs> you know, we were like trying to figure out where are we going with this? And we knew we had like all these uh, bleeding hearts in the room. You know, everybody just wanting to do the right thing by the community. And I think that was probably the best indicator that we were going to do well because our hearts were all kind of in the right position. Nobody was getting paid. We were all there voluntarily uh, giving of our time because of we care about the community and um uh, and we're making some really beautiful headway. I think last year we were able to Merit College was able to obtain two grants um that involve the work it project as well as IT Biz as well as Bitwise um and Merit. So we're you know it's it's coming together and we're gonna be able to serve with that grant for example we're We'll be able to serve 30 students, um, which is uh, just huge, huge to take someone from not knowing the first thing about tech and move them in to a family sustaining career in IT. Um, and you've been doing it
4: forever, um, beautiful. You have. You've been in in the. What was you in cybersecurity for? What twenty five years?
3: Yeah,
4: going on thirty
3: years. I don't we'll feel see. like
4: oh. wow. Yeah. We'll see he was way ahead of the game and you know <laughs> you gotta catch up that's the whole thing everybody getting on this stuff to play games they getting on social media and you know all this stuff they plan. it's like y'all missing y'all money what do you got what? Do? there's
3: money to be made that. yes that's right we want sure to be y'all playing and looking at yourself <laughs> yeah play with it and monetize it while you yes, that part <laughs> That part. Okay, we're going to take a break we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about how people can get involved. They can go and look at your beautiful exhibits and get involved in the work you're doing. And then um, just a few announcements from Love Never Fails. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, um, have just been having a great time with Dr. Sugar T. Stevens. Thank you for being on the show. How might people get involved with some of the things that you're doing, you know, the any of the businesses that you've mentioned today?
4: Yes, well, you know, you can always just go straight to sugar-tea.com and everything is there. sugar com, the initiatives, the enterprise links go straight to each division. Um, you can also go straight to the museum at hermuseum.org if you'd like. Um, but again, if you just start from sugar-tea.com, that'll get you everywhere to the museum, to my online uh, boutique, um, to the Work It Well project um to the other services and of course to my music and initiatives that are there presented. Um, That's where you can go.
3: Excellent. (laughs) Well again, I appreciate you so much. A few other items that I want everyone to be aware of. Uh, We do have our Love Number Fails Gala coming up and you are all invited um, either as a sponsor or as just coming, um, purchasing a ticket to be with us for the night. It is on March the 11th from 530 to 830 at Black Hawk Country Club in Danville. Uh, We will have Alameda County um, Public Health Director Kimmy Watkins-Tart, our keynote speaker, as well as lived experience expert Elizabeth Kuros, who is also the co-founder of Redemption House and an author, and they will both be keynote for that for the evening. We're going to have a spoken word from a survivor leader. Um, we're going to actually have a, a praise dance uh, from myself and two other survivor leaders that are um, uh, going to join me. And then uh, we will have a song from Oshika. We're going to have music. We're going to have a band. Um, the uh, The Velvet Let's see the Velvet Hammer um, Band. Uh, Hugh Lynn and her whole team of folks are going to be um, really rocking it out after the event. So for some dancing and fun, Italian buffet should be really cool. So please join us it's at us.com forward slash events. You can get your either your sponsorship package or your uh, individual ticket there. And you can also um, participate in our silent auction. So we so appreciate you doing that. Also, just want to remind you, we are uh, still over at uh, 22580 Grand Street in Hayward, Cross Street, A Street. Our community engagement center is just humming. I'm, I'm actually um, here uh, a lot this week. I've been going to the center, and there are just Tons of people flowing in and out of here now, getting clothing, um, business attire, uh, toiletries, food, um, you name it. It's a center where we're just giving away as much as we possibly can, um, really blessing the community however we can, giving people the resume writing, interviewing techniques and um, getting people signed up for our IT biz tech academy, which we just kicked off last week. Right. So our enrollment closed for this uh this quarter, but we will be back again in June. So you could you can start to sign up now for our June cohort, which will start um, again right there at the beginning of June. And that you can sign up by going to us.com forward slash ITBiz. And we can get you started there. Or um, if you want to get started sooner, some of the EBIATC partners have other programs that are running um, such as uh, ICS and Um, OACE is always looking for new enrollment. So there's there's there is a plethora of opportunities to get involved, to get um, started with your education and hopefully pursuing your dreams. Well, I hope that this has been a fun time. I really enjoyed um, sharing uh, just this hour with you and um, sharing some of the wonderful things that my sister, Dr. Sugar Stevens is doing for the community. Of course, I want to make sure that um, you know in case you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, perhaps, I want to make sure that you know that you are loved.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio.